Welcome to Career Talk. I'm Cole Sperry, Managing Editor over here at Optum Careers. Today, we're going to talk about salary negotiation, when and why you should go below the line in your salary negotiations. There are two types of negotiations, competitive ones and cooperative ones. Cooperative negotiations aim to understand and creatively meet the needs of both parties involved. Whether that be a salary negotiation or a procurement contract, the principles apply across the board. And a good negotiator knows how to go below the line. It's important to keep in mind, negotiations are not always rational. People are motivated by all kinds of things outside of money. And often emotional issues motivate the people behind a negotiation. Some people want to be motivated by a meaningful mission. And so an employer may use their mission, if it's a good one, in place of salary when they don't have the cash to compete with big tech salaries. Nonprofits do this all the time. By asking ourselves what factors could be in play and understanding the other party's interests, we can gain leverage in that negotiation, including salary negotiations. Imagine if I made a fist and I told you to open it. What would you do? Some of you may try to force my hand open. Others may try to give me a high five and trick me into opening it. Or you may try to tickle me to see if I'll open my hand. Or if you're my wife, you may try to make a deal with me and hey, I'll give you a shoulder massage if you open your hand, right? <laughs> the point here is that intangibles matter in a negotiation. And understanding those intangibles is very, very important. When positions are not aligned, most people will do things to get leverage. In my example with my fist, you might try to force my hand open. But this only escalates the situation. If you try to force my hand open, my tendency is to clench my fist tighter together. So what you've done by trying to gain leverage is just escalated it. That's not going to work. Knowing these interests become really, really important. And you shouldn't take them lightly. It's important to distinguish interest as separate from perspective or position. Positions are concrete. They're easy to identify. You can divide them. You can break them down. You can negotiate them. Interests, on the other hand, are intangible. They're really difficult to articulate, but they're hard to identify. But if you can identify them, they're going to be powerful in creating win-win cooperative negotiations, including for your salary. Interests can be broken down into six categories. And these are the things that really drive most people. Ego, fear, motives, values, relationships, and circumstances. If you can identify what the other person's interests are, you can help move that negotiation along to a place where you get what you want and the other person is also happy with the outcome. That's really the goal of a good negotiation. And the power is going below the line to these interests. If you were in a salary negotiation with a CEO or founder who was passionate about their mission, would they rather hire the person who also is passionate about that same mission, love it, and carry the banner when they're not around? You bet you they would. If you're the candidate who will do this, make sure to spell that out, how you're going to do it, how you're passionate about it, what you've done in the past, make them believe it, how you're going to expand the reach of the organization. Would that CEO be willing to pay you more if they knew and believed that you were intrinsically motivated to make a difference? Probably. If they were 
a crazy Steve Jobs fan and you used to be Steve Jobs executive assistant, that would be an important below the line fact to bring up at some point during your conversations. There is power in going below the line in any negotiation, including a salary one. The key is to understand and creatively respond to the other party's interests. So how do we do this? Like any part of a negotiation, going below the line involves having a specific strategy. This six-step process that I'm about to share with you comes from Dr. John Lowry. He's an instructor at Pepperdine University out here in Malibu, California. It's adapted to salary negotiation specifically. The first three parts are about capturing information, and the last three are about using that information. So first, you just need to go below the line. You've got to be intentional with going below the line. It won't happen naturally in an interview. This is going to require a moment of leadership on your part. It's a very different kind of conversation than the typical interview or salary negotiation questions and answers, and it just won't happen without your leadership on it. The next thing, you've got to ask questions. You want to know why, but you have to be careful how you ask. You don't want to just come out and say, why do you think that? A statement like that is going to make the other person defensive. So be smart about asking questions. Next, you've got to listen. Listen for the unstated things, the things that the other person is having trouble stating clearly. Listen for their interests and then gently and comfortably repeat it back and confirm. This is not going to be as easy as it sounds. Listening is hard because you're smart. You can listen to about 700 words per minute. The problem is people talk at about 200 words per minute. So what do you do with all that extra capacity? Well, your mind usually starts to wonder. That's why listening is so hard and why you start thinking about different things. Because the rate of your capability to listen and the rate of someone else's ability to speak is very different from one another. Create options. Now that we've got the information, we need to list out the things that we can do to help them solve their problems. Make this collaborative with the other person. Come up with ideas together. After that, develop some options. You've tossed around some ideas. Now you have to determine if it's doable and narrow the list down to the most achievable things. And six, evaluate those options. What's the best option that meets the interests of yourself and the other side? If you can interpret this, you're going to advance your relationship with the other person and you'll get the job offer at the salary that you are excited about. If you found this helpful, insightful, like it, share it with a friend, subscribe to our channel, and don't forget to come back to OptumCareers.com for more job search, salary negotiation, and interview advice that you can trust. I'll see you next time.